Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 70 of the Made of Things podcast. I am your host, Antonio Maria Correa, and uh, on today's uh, episode, we will have uh, we have Cigarettes After Sex, which are a very popular band, I would say, from the past couple of years, maybe three or four even, uh, but um, the past two or three years, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to keep, keep this short because we have uh, plenty of... Uh, already published interviews uh, or episodes of Made of Things that are published on YouTube but aren't yet available on uh, a podcast version so which will also be going up on YouTube but mostly on iTunes and audio platforms such as that so um, yeah so I won't take too long we spoke to um, we spoke with uh, Greg Gonzalez of cigarettes after sex uh, and uh, this was in 2017 uh, but they still haven't put an album out yet since then so it's pretty much up-to-date still um, and even if it wasn't our you know how episodes go on this show the <laughs> our conversations aren't necessarily album uh, related too much so uh, it's just you know cool hangs and fun chats and being silly and or talking about art which is more universal than necessarily circumstantial uh, regarding you know albums and stuff like that and singles and songs uh, even though there's lots of wordplay I'm explaining the show to you now <laughs> but still okay so Greg Gonzalez of Cigarettes After Sex at Primavera Sound uh, in Porto in two 2017 and we spoke about you know band names and old songs and he uses a Parker Fly which is a guitar that's not necessarily too common and um, you know scenes in music and uh, being nocturnal and of course we spoke about smoking because you kind of have to with these guys uh, on you know in our own way uh, not we try not to be trite uh, but still okay Anyway, please follow us on YouTube if you haven't yet. Uh, please follow us on iTunes if you haven't yet, or subscribe or whatever <laughs> the correct terminology is. And um, and we have a, a, um, a Twitter, which is Made of Things Pod. Not too important, but we're on Facebook, Made of Things, and Instagram, Made of Things. And that's where we post more than even you know more than Twitter, which doesn't really matter. Anyway, this won't take too long. I usually say it won't take too long, and then it's 20 minutes of an intro. Uh, this is not this is not the case. Uh, here we are with Greg Gonzalez, Cigarettes After Sex, episode 70 of the Made of Things podcast. I'm Antonio Maria Correa, and this is a loop. So we're going to listen to the intro all over again. Bye. Excellent. And uh, uh, Little Birdie told me that you guys went about town last night. We did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we yeah, we we usually try to, but yeah, we're around. Definitely seeing the seeing the sights. And uh, yeah. did you uh, did you have fun? Yeah, we did. We had a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a great time. Uh, I hope you got some sleep or something today. A little bit, maybe not as much as I should have, but yeah, it's okay. Is this like the end of the tour or something? No, it's actually like right in the middle of it. Yeah, it's, oh, oh. Yeah, it's kind of like a never-ending tour. It's going to be, um, we're not, we're pretty much booked until December. 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Excellent. Good news then. Yeah, always, good. always good to be working as a musician. No, for sure. And it's great because you just see all these amazing places, and you just we meet amazing people every day, and it's like the lush to lush life. You know, I like to uh -huh. say it's, it's a sweet life. Yeah. Especially if you can party until like late. Yeah, that's you. And we could, uh, you know, play the show, and it's fun, and we can party tonight too, and it's yeah, and, uh, and I'll yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and uh, how was the show tonight? Because you guys just played like an hour ago, oh, more yeah. or less. No, the crowd was was awesome. It was like so uh, such a warm like reaction to us, and like such a sweet um, feeling. So we had a great time out. Uh -huh. yeah. Do you guys, uh, do you guys feel uh, that, for instance, because because uh, uh, your music tends to be uh, you know leave room for silence, right. and uh, so you guys feel that uh, there's more uh, you're more open to. Uh, how do I explain this? Like, there's nuances between shows that you guys are more attentive to that. Do you believe? Yeah, totally. And it's what I really like about playing shows is that it's so different. Like, there'll be, for instance, this crowd could be very warm and very generous, and like also we'll have moments where like where people are going a little wild for a second. <laughs> Then there'll be other crowds where it's just wild the whole time. People are like singing every line of a song. Like, we played Kuala Lumpur and. And it was like every word was being sung, and oh. then other shows like played Berlin, and it's just it's a very like polite, like attentive crowd. Everyone just like really into the music. You can't hear like a pin drop. So I just love that contrast of shows, like, and they're all really powerful in their own way. Uh -huh. You know, I, have I love you guys that. Done Japan? We have, yeah. We just did Tokyo. Because uh, they seem to be quiet like uh, until like the very end, and then yeah, clap. <laughs> That's yeah, we experienced that. It, that was one of the quietest shows too. Like during the songs, you couldn't hear anything. It was like uh -huh. like I said, a pin dropping, and then all of a sudden it gets crazy. Like you know, in between. Yeah, yeah, kind of being uh, yeah. both weird and fun. Yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. I did, had a great time in Tokyo. Uh, uh, what's your What's your favorite time to play as a band? Uh, in terms of your music, uh, what does it, uh, it feel like? It's best in terms of lighting, in terms of the time of day, or something. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm such a night person. Like, it's it, it feels strange for me to play in the day. Uh -huh. Like, I'm the vampiric a bit by nature. Sure. So, sure. so the later the better. Kindred spirits. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So. I love playing at night. I think, it, and it makes sense. The music is very much a nighttime for me, like oh. a very nighttime feeling. Um, so I like that. And but I do, I kind of just like it all. It's hard for me to pick. Oh, this is you know. Besides nighttime, um, I like when the crowds do their thing and they just kind of react the way they want to react. And they're all equally exhilarating for me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. How often do you guys have to speak of smoking now? <laughs> Smoking it pretty much every day, yeah, <laughs> every day, yeah. And the band is um, the band isn't really s like no one's really a smoker either. It's like kind of uh -huh. casual. Oh, yeah, it's strange. And so like I just smoke um, like a ri in a ritual way, like every so often. I kind of like a cigarette to enhance the mood, uh -huh. but I don't. I'm not a smoker. Like I don't smoke all day, chain smoking. So a cigarette for me heightens some sort of mood. Hence the name. The name plays into that, of course. Okay. So that's how I smoke. I'm not addicted. I'm not an addictive smoker. Um, so maybe that's why there's some poet, some poetry to the name, I guess. Yeah. Because if it was so current, then maybe it wouldn't mean as much, yeah. I guess. Yeah, it wouldn't mean as much. And that's why I was special when I, you know, found the name because it was a special feeling, feeling for me to kind of get into this new thing, like oh, you know, having a cigarette after being with somebody, uh, and it was a, a new thing, and it wasn't something that I did too often. It was like a uh -huh. kind of a special thing. Okay, so only yeah. when. The time is right. Yeah, the time is right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not to qualify. 
yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, but uh, first, it's like top top in terms of top things to do after sex. Uh, how far up does do cigarettes uh, rank? I guess it's pretty high. Yeah. Yeah. I would say it's very high. It's like probably number two. The number two is a cigarette, and the best thing to do after sex is probably have more sex. So like, yeah, it's, yeah. it's my number one. Yeah, so that's what I was thinking. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So that's the. What about bubble gum bubble or gum. water? Uh, those would be a lot lower because those are more like to uh, in a different category. Yeah. This is a shit band name like Water After Sex. I, ju I just realized. It's pretty. It sounds more surreal or something. Um, yeah, but uh, yeah. Water after sex. Yeah, Water After Sex. <laughs> uh, and what about uh, so so the, in terms of the name like Cigarettes After Sex is like more of the feel of the thing, so like the image of the imagery of it. Is yeah. it, or is it just like uh, it's something? Is it something like uh, is the feeling that the band is supposed to convey, or is it just like a conceptual thing? To me, it's kind of like a mood title. Like you get like you have like a title of a film, or you have a title of a band. It just kind of sets a mood a bit, and then the band becomes the name. The band actually makes. Have a mosquito. Oh, there's a mosquito on. Mosquitoes are attack, attacking me. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's typical. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I was saying, uh, it's kind of like a mood name. Like you just kind of think. This, it kind of sets the stage, and then the, then the band kind of makes the name cool, uh -huh. like any band name. A band name by itself just could sound a bit flat even, uh -huh. but you think of a band, like a cool band, and you you think of the name, then you think of the sound immediately. So I think that's kind of what happens. We had to make the name cool. Like uh -huh. the name could kind of be what it's going to be, but it's not going to be anything special until the band sounds good. You know? uh -huh. Sure. So, um, sure. But I, I think of that name that way, just thought the name was kind of cool, it was a, a bit... Um, you know, it was sexualized and things like that, and, and I liked that idea that there was a lot of, you know, there was sex missing from rock and roll in my, yeah. my eyes. So I thought that was something that was missing, something I wanted to play into uh -huh. and bring, you know, more sex back to rock and roll or back to. I see us as a rock and roll band or like a pop band at its heart. Uh -huh. but, it's funny because uh, the name sounds intimate, but it doesn't necessarily be, uh, sound, uh, come off as raunchy, I guess. That's good, okay. Yeah, maybe it's. It seems like a sweeter thing, honestly. People find yeah. people find the name. I've heard of a lot of fans finding the name when they're actually smoking cigarettes uh -huh. and they've just had sex. So yeah. it's a sweet feeling, and I think it's a kind of endearing in a way. Yeah, it's not supposed to be this raunchy pornographic name. Like you could, I could think of a lot of worse things. So, oh, no, so sure, that's sure. so that's a yeah. It should be a, fuck party two thousand. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so if it was that name, it'd be like circle, oh, yeah. circle jerks. Come on, yeah, circle jerks. Yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. So there's a lot of raunchy names like yeah. alien sex fiend or something. Yeah, exactly. But uh, no, it's it's supposed to be a sweet feeling. There's a new album out. How how uh, uh, tomorrow actually? So right. this is the eighth tonight, uh, today. We're we're recording this. Yeah. But um, so uh, how how long was it in the making? So you guys have been pretty much doing EPs and stuff. Yeah. How 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 far back does the writing go? The writing goes back forever. It's like a lot of the songs. There's a few songs that were written around the, the time of the first EP, like right afterwards. There's a song called Flash on the record that was written maybe like a few months after the EP came out in 2012. Um, and the rest of the stuff was just kind of, uh, yeah, over the last five years, kind of mm -hmm. random periods. And so it runs the gamut from stuff that's five years old to stuff that was done last year, last summer. Uh -huh. So it's a very long writing period, uh -huh. which is a bit crazy. Because you just have this, it's like a, a long, it's like a novel or something of, you know, a novel of my life a bit, writing-wise. Yeah, because it, it incorporates a lot of relationships that I had over the last five years. Because if you think, 
if I write a, a record in like a, a few months, and it's pretty much going to probably be about one person or kind of what I'm going through then. But that it's just such a wide period of time. So it took quite a while. To, the writing took quite a while. The recording was very quickly. Mm. It took three days to record the record. Really? And, yeah. Wow. That's unusual. Yeah, and that's honestly I don't like to record too long. The writing could take as long as it's going to take, but I like more of um, a jazz mentality to sure. recording where you just do it very quickly. Uh-huh. And there's like a spontaneous approach to the recording. Uh-huh. There's some sort of spark gained when you record very quickly like that, I think. Uh-huh. And that's what we're after, is yeah. to get this kind of... It's flawed. It, it'll sound flawed at times. There'll be things that are like kind of uh, rough around the edges. Mm-hmm. But I think, it, like I said, it has the spark to it that you don't get in a lot of pop music that's very refined and very clean. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we, we're going after that, going after that feeling. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, uh, I mean, that's the Lou, Lou Reed approach. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess, I guess like uh, there's one take. And so, Lou, do you want to do it again? Uh, what do you mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. What do you mean uh, that it's done? Totally. And that, that's so, yeah, the Villarini round, uh, especially the third record, Self Title One, was a big influence on, uh-huh. the, on the band, just oh. how, how intimate that record sounds. Uh-huh. And so, that's a, he's a big influencer. Uh-huh. Uh, okay, so, and, and I noticed that you guys, uh, that you play a Parker Fly, yeah. and that's an unusual guitar for any genre, I would say. Yeah, exactly. uh, how do you come, did you come across uh, the Parker Fly? The thing with that, I'd seen the guitar growing up, and I never really liked it because it would be really. It seemed like some sort of studio musician guitar, mm-hmm. which was very uncool. It's very precise, a very precise yeah. guitar. And then I didn't know anybody that played it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm playing it because it's a, such a clean sound. And I just think it's kind of a strange guitar. It looks weird, especially the one I have with the pickguard. It's kind of a retro weirdo guitar. Uh-huh. And uh, I am a bit vain about it. I'm playing it because I just can't think of anybody else that plays it. You know? <laughs> really? you kind of I'll tell you one person, though. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Adrian Blue. Uh, oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah. And he's great. I'm a big fan of him. He uh, has a signature model. In the, all oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So if me and Dream Blue can be the Parker Fly guys and find out that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a cool cli- a click, you know, like to 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 person. No, he's fantastic. He's, he's a great player. I, he's I like, awesome. I like, uh, Nicest guy, by the way. We we, yeah, yeah, we met him twice. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm a big fan of like Discipline, King Crimson, all yeah. that. Uh, totally. My fave. Yeah, he's great. <laughs> my my favorite records, are King Crimson yeah. records and Pavement records. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, but uh, but um, we're we're kind of running out of time. I would like to ask you because this show is called Made of Things yeah. and it's based on the idea that uh, as a musician you've dedicated yourself or as an artist you've dedicated yourself to art uh, because you read something or saw something or heard something that made yeah. you go I want to do that. Yeah. Uh, did you have that and what was it? I did. I was so young. No, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I was born the same year the Thriller came out, Michael Jackson. Oh. And that was the record that did it for me. I wanted to, I saw him performing and I thought that's that's where it's at like he's fantastic his music's fantastic and I was so young when I got bit by the bug that I just wanted to be a performer so it was very very early on for me it was Thriller came out and I was like listening to it on headphones like a Walkman when I was a kid I had like the beige cassette tape of Thriller and I was hooked on I, I said at some point as a kid I want to be performer like Michael Jackson so it's a it seems very unlikely now because I don't know if our music really is that similar to that but It's like that. That's where I got. Yeah, it's a bit of a stretch. <laughs> I would say it's it's maybe, great. Maybe. It's not like oh, I heard you know it wasn't like oh, I heard you know Francois Hardy or something. It's good. Uh-huh. I got to that music a lot later, but that the initial spark that I had was from like Thriller and, and like that that kind of record. Yeah, so it doesn't have to be similar though, and it's usually best if it's not. 
So yeah, it's probably best as not. It's just such a weird, like, here's the, the, the map of the world, and Thrill is over here, and like, where we got to is so far over here, but, but it's still one of my favorite records, honestly. I think it's such a great record, Thrill. No, it's, it's hard to beat. Yeah. So I'll, I'll just ask you one last thing, because we're running out of time. You still have a lot of, yeah. a lot of okay. stuff to do later on. Yeah. But, uh, but, um, but um, are you guys, uh, like, do you feel like you guys are a loner band, or, or do you have, uh, or you have, like, because this is not your first rodeo, I would say, like from no. from your performance and stuff. Uh, do, do you guys have uh, like brother bands and stuff? Like a, a circle of, of uh, musicianship? We don't really. I think we are kind of loner. It feels like we're a bit isolated. Where we don't, we didn't kind of come up in a scene. Like you hear these other bands come up in a scene. Like it's like oh here's Talking Heads and um, television, and they're all in the same scene in New York. But us, we were kind of just on our own, and it was always like that for me in El Paso. Even just I kind of knew about the bands, but we didn't sound anything like them, and we didn't really click on a lot of influences. And when I got to New York, it was it was the same thing. I I don't really know anybody, and I don't know anybody that's really trying to do what we're doing because I I liked shoegaze influences, but I, sure. the pop the writing had to be pop. Like I wasn't trying to write kind of these shoegaze songs. I just thought. I liked the, the sound of that those records, but I wanted the writing to be like pop writing, be really like strong, consistent writing. And I didn't really say that from anybody. Even bands like there'd be you know Beach House and stuff like that, and they're fantastic at creating uh, productions of things. But I didn't see them as like a pop group. Like they weren't writing pop songs. They just happened to have like a kind of really great sound. Yeah. So I felt we do feel kind of. I feel like we're kind of a loner band where there's no one really. You can kind of compare us to some bands, but it's. Uh, no, I mean in terms of uh, yeah. stretching like your area of influence, so to speak. Oh yeah, yeah. We're so. Not necessarily doing similar things at all. Yeah, yeah. I can't. You know, maybe there's some people that now, but we, it's strange. Like the clicks we get in, like the fans that like us, like other bands that sound really nothing like us too. So it's kind of strange. It's usually a good sign, dude. Yeah. So that's cool. I'm cool yeah. with that. And um, yeah, it's okay. a good good thing. Okay, that's a good thing. Okay, we're signing off. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Uh, yeah. Thanks for your time, and I uh, hope uh, you enjoy more time over here. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Okay. Yeah, we're done. Thanks a lot. Yeah, appreciate <laughs> Thank it. Thank you. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. See you next time. Yeah. See you next time.